Hi, this is your Cyber Path. We're the podcast that helps you get your dream cybersecurity job. I'm Kip Boyle, and as you can see, I'm not here with Wes Schreiner, my regular co-host uh, for this episode, but instead I'm happy to introduce you to Glenn Sorensen. He's my guest uh, for this episode. And um, in case you're wondering, yes, Glenn is also an experienced hiring manager of cybersecurity professionals. And I'm gonna introduce Glenn to you in just a moment. But I just want to do a little housekeeping, just remind you that the episode that we're uh, doing right now is available as an audio-only recording in your favorite podcast app. And we're also on YouTube. We have our own channel, and it's youtube.com forward slash your cyber path. What, what amazing branding we have. So, uh, so you know, if you've been checking out the, the episodes that we've been doing for the past several months, we've been touring a common cybersecurity organization with Wes. And, uh, and we're going to continue to do that. But we're going to slow down the pace a little bit because turns out Wes has a full-time day job where he's super, super busy. And, uh, and so the pace that we, we were, that we were uh, keeping with Wes just wasn't sustainable. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to have Wes back every other episode as we continue to go through the common cybersecurity organization so that we can uh, help you understand what all the different options are that are available to you in your cybersecurity career. But what we want to do today with Glenn is we want to do some resume review. So uh, for those of you who uh, have to uh, struggle over, you know, what should that resume that you're turning in uh, actually have on it, we thought it'd be helpful to go ahead and do a resume review. We've got three. These are real resumes, and we're going to review them for you in just a moment. So, um, but first, I want to invite Glenn to introduce himself. So, Glenn, tell everybody who you are and um, and what do you want them to know about you? Yeah, well, I'm Glenn Sorensen. Um, I've been in IT and security for uh, 15 or so years, um, have interviewed for a lot of jobs, have, uh, have landed a lot of jobs, and have hired for some jobs myself. Um, so I want to be able to share that experience with you a little bit. Uh, my, my current role is information security officer for uh, Twin Star Credit Union. Um, but I've, I've held a number of different roles, both in consulting and, you know, operations and, you know, audit and compliance, those sorts of areas. So I, I've, I've seen a lot of things in my time. So uh, I just like to help share my experience and uh, help maybe make your, uh, your, your resume building and your, your journey a little bit easier. Really appreciate that you mm -hmm. took some time out of your massively busy schedule uh, to to be here today. Thank you. Well, um, I'd like to start just by uh, you know before we put before we show these these real resumes that have been anonymized. I would like to ask you first, Glenn, when you're screening resumes, what are you looking for? Like, what is a killer resume when you're going through the stack and you come across one? Um, what are some of the things that that cause it to stick out for you? Uh, the first thing on my list is, you know, th that enthusiasm and passion shine through. Um, I, I want somebody that, uh, that is this, the self-starter sort, but, uh, is really just coming from a place of, I I'm really passionate about cybersecurity or about whatever specialization within cybersecurity that, that they're interested in and, and after, um, that's the, the biggest thing on my list. Um, some of the other things I look for are, 
that there's uh, kind of a higher level, big picture view that, uh, that the person can tie things together from various roles they may have had before, even if they're not in cybersecurity. Um, I, I like the the synthesis of, uh, of of job roles of information and you know bringing kind of a you know a holistic person to bear on a uh, on a job or on a job role. Um, uh, I I also want to look for technical skills if I'm hiring in a technical role or that uh, the the language presents itself that you might uh, you might speak in a GRC role for example. Um, I, I, I you've got to know that this person is is capable of doing the job and someone that you can work with. So those are the things I, I, I look for typically. Great. Um, when you were, when you were first talking about uh, you're looking for passion, what, I mean, what's an example of, of a way that somebody can demonstrate that they have passion for the job that they're applying for on the resume? Like, like, can you give me a couple of examples of, of like, uh, of what you would, uh, what kinds of things on a resume actually says, Hey, I'm a passionate candidate. How do you do that on a resume? So, uh, I like I like energetic language. I like to see that uh, you know a person has taken some time to craft a resume, and you know the attention to detail that goes into that. Mm. That's kind of only one piece of it. The other things I like to see are: Have you gone and pursued education, certifications, uh, home labs? Have you done uh, Have you done things without somebody? making you do it as part of your job. Uh, that, that to me demonstrates that there's enough interest and passion that are, that, you know, it, it doesn't take some external force to get you to go do something. Right. Yeah. And that goes back to the self-starter um, characteristic that you mentioned uh, early on. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would not disagree with the things that, that you've said, uh, but I want to add a couple ideas. And one idea is that when I'm doing resume screening, I don't have a lot of time to spend on any one resume. I'm sure that's true for, for you, Glenn, and I'm sure that's true for most hiring managers. And so one thing in particular that I really appreciate is when somebody writes their resume in a way that makes my workflow um, smooth. <laughs> so, so for example, um, when I'm looking at a resume, the first thing I'm doing is I'm looking across the top of the resume and I'm trying to figure out who is this person and what is it that they would like to do on my team. And so, um, so that's the first thing. And if I can't figure that out just by looking at the top of the resume, what is your name and what is it, you know, how do you identify yourself in terms of, of, of area of specialization, then I might you know, read down into the next section to see if it pops out at me, but that's about as far as I'm going to go. Now, if that information does appear at the top, well, that's a hook. You've hooked me. Great. All right. So this is Glenn and Glenn is a aspiring uh, security operations center um, analyst. Fantastic. Right away. I'm like, this is, I can either say, great, that's what I'm looking for. Or I can say, not quite. I was looking for, you know, an incident responder or a digital forensics person, right? Either way, it helps me know quickly is Glenn, you know, somebody I should spend more time looking with, or should I set Glenn aside, right? So that's super important. And then below that, what I'm looking for is um, skills. I want you to tell me what are the skills that you have that are relevant to the job that, that you want. And then below that, I want to see how those skills show up in your job history. So that's kind of the workflow that that I'm using when I'm screening resumes. And so when I can see that kind of a workflow in a resume, man, that just um, 
it just, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't know how to say it any better than that. It's nice. <laughs> Uh, and you know anything to uh, to ease the the hiring manager's uh, uh, experience with all of this is a point in your favor as the the resume writer. Yeah, I, I do believe that's true, and I don't know that um, that what I just said is anything that um, that a resume writer may have ever heard of before. But but I I would be shocked if most hiring managers didn't already think that way. So. Indeed. Well, Okay, well, let's take a look at some resumes then. Uh, you're driving the screen share today, Glenn. Let's let's take a look at example number one here. So, um, why don't you go first? Why don't Why don't you uh, tell us what what you see here that you like and anything you think should be improved? Okay. Um, so, starting in the in the skills and expertise section at the top of this resume, um, I see. Uh, I see a number of good things, but I also see where these are a little bit, uh, some of these are a little bit disjointed and can maybe be uh, put into a category. And then more of those skills could be brought up into more of those, those categories of skills, I guess, could be brought up. Um, there's a few things that are about digital forensics in this that are, uh, that are good skills, but could maybe be under one point. Um, I see a couple that are related to networking. Um, and, you know, potentially like recon of networks, and those could be in a point or two around either networking or reconnaissance of, uh, uh, of networks. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I'd like to see more, more categories of things like that, because mm -hmm. I think like, as I scan through more of this resume, I see other things that are, that come out in this person's experience that should be highlighted as skills and expertise and maybe aren't. Um, I, I think the the software and hardware bits there. Uh, I think there's there's some redundancy with the, the the bulleted skills there, and I think I think there's absolutely room for the the software and hardware bits, but uh, I would focus them a little bit on what might be relevant to the sort of job that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. here. Yeah, you know that's that's where that's where my head went right away. Is the first thing when it, when I when this went on the screen is I said, well, okay, who is this? Well, that's not fair because we, we had to take we had to take their name off. So that wasn't fair. So then I thought, well, well, what job does this person want? And I couldn't tell. I could not tell what job they wanted. Exactly. And and then I start looking at the skills and expertise. And it's a shotgun. It's, you know, it's like, uh, well, what uh, like how how is, you know, if I'm trying to find a sock analyst, how does RAM and, and, and removable hard drives. I, I'm not really sure. And, the, and you understand the difference between a 486 and an i7 and an AMD. If you're, you know, if you're doing break fix on a help desk, I get that. But if you're going to be a SOC analyst, you know, okay, maybe not. So I'm just confused right off the bat. I mean, this looks like a complete inventory of all skills and expertise this person possesses. And what I encourage people to do is no, don't, don't do that. Don't don't give me a full catalog of everything you can do. Think about the job that you're trying to get with me and just highlight the skills and expertise that are particularly relevant to that job. That's what I would like to see here. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree with that. And kind of more as I as I scroll down through this resume here, uh, mentally and visually scroll down, not actually scrolling on the screen here. Um, I see other things like there are writing skills. There are 
some some mention of you know saving dollars for for the organization. Um, there's you know mention of you know quantifiable effectiveness of things. Um, there's uh, you know very kind of deep engineering skills in here. Um, so I'd like to see those brought out a little bit more. Uh, I think strong communication and writing skills is something that should go in a skills and expertise section. Definitely. Could very much be highlighted. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if as a cybersecurity professional in, in kind of any role, if you can't communicate effectively, you, you're not spurring action. You're not, right. you're not getting the help you need. You're not getting the, the organizational support that you need uh, to, to move the needle in the, in the right direction. So yeah, that's right. It's not, you know, it's not just about hard skills. There are soft skills that are needed. And, and it's interesting. I think in my, what I've observed is most people who are job hunting in cybersecurity and information security, they're all hung up about the hard skills. They think that hard skills are the determinator. Uh, and, 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 and I think that most hiring managers would disagree with that. I think most hiring managers would yeah. say something like, well, if you have the right aptitude, you probably can pick up any skill with enough time and with the right training and the, and the right opportunities to, to use those skills. What's not as easy to train people uh, for is the soft skills. And, and if I'm going to put you on the, on the security operations center team, then I need to know that you have soft skills because you're going to be facing, you're going to, you know, you're a customer, you'll be in a customer facing role. And so I got, I've got to know that you're going to, that you're going to be courteous to the people who, who reach out to you for help. Exactly. Uh, I, there are, there are very few roles that are, you know, that, that you don't have to deal with people in some fashion and be able to communicate effectively. So there are some, (laughs) there are are some, but, but not as many as folks might think. No, not as many. Um, I, 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 and, and, and as, as we talk I, in my mind, I'm, I seeing the faces of many people who, um, just were, were cranky geeks and, you know, they, they were really good at, at the hard skills. They, they could really produce, but I mean, I, I put them behind a door and, and I was like, no, this person's not going to be interacting with internal customers and, you know, and to the extent that they can get along with, the, with our, with their team members. Okay. But, um, but they just, you know, yeah, the soft skills were, were lacking and, and I had just had to make an ongoing decision about whether that was okay or not. So um, yeah, but soft skills, so important. Being, being in a security management role, you, you have internal politics and political capital to deal with. And I mean, you have to, you have to present your your part of the organization well and effectively. I mean, they, the the rest of the organization needs to know that you're um, that you're somebody that can that can be worked with, and that your team is can can be worked with in a you know in a reasonable way. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so um, is there a second page to this resume? There is a second page to this resume, and uh, this scanning through here a little bit more. There's uh, some more of the same, but a few things that that have stuck out here are, you know, the the relationship with, you know, 
you know, Chinese students and uh, the the time spent in in China as a you know as a business instructor. There's a a, a role like that. Um, so there's there's teaching in this as well. Like there's there's a math instructor, there's a business instructor. Um, so now we have kind of a multicultural element in this as well. And I think that's something that should be highlighted. I mean, that's that's uh, in our increasingly global world, uh, that's more and more valuable. So I, I think that's something that that should be highlighted here as well. Yeah, and um, and again, I, I can't help but to go back to the fact that I have no idea what kind of job this person wants. And so I don't know how to, how to, I don't know how strongly they should emphasize that, right? Because if they're yeah. thinking about getting a job at a smaller sized company that only does business in Washington state, which is where you and I live, and, and you know, they're, they're really not expected to, to work with people, um, you know, from China or, um, you know, or they're just not expected to, to have job duties where, where that's really important. Then a large global enterprise, um, that's something to highlight quite a bit. Yeah. Extremely valuable. Yeah. And so it's not about, do you highlight it or don't you highlight it? I think it's, it's, it's more like a sliding scale, right? From don't mention it at all to, you know, start moving that slider over. Okay. Mentioned a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. Okay. Now really pile it on. And I, I just think it's, it's job and employer specific. And I, and I think that's really my feeling about this entire resume is it's it's too generic. It's trying to cover all bases, and, and there um, are just too many bases to cover. Yeah, it's really got to be tailored to the to the specific job that they want, whatever that happens to be. There are there are a couple of careers worth of experience here that I see, and uh, I think each each one is important to touch on. But that sliding scale on all of them. Uh, yeah. what are you, what are you looking to get? What is, what is the role you're looking for here? That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, that's resume number one. Any final comments? Um, I, I do have one comment here and it's looking at the summary and, and what this person is kind of portraying themselves as in the summary and then the professional experience there's, it's, it's unclear how that joins together, how that lines up. Yeah, I, 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 th- I think um, I, I like doing some in the summary um, where you can start talking about a little bit of what you've what you've done. Um, but maybe the maybe the bullet points or are better left for past professional experience. Uh, I mean, mm. I, I guess that depends a little bit on the individual, but yeah, um, it can I say something about the hyperlinks in here? <laughs> sure, by all means. I'm not clicking any of those. Yeah. <laughs> not a one. So I don't, I don't see that as being, as being helpful in a resume situation. I don't know. What do you think? Well, as a, as a cybersecurity hiring manager um, and receiving lots of resumes from the, the internet at large, uh, my, I, I'm a little bit skeptical, a little bit hesitant to, to click on yeah. things like that myself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, you know, one of the last things I'll say about this resume, and I, 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 it'll probably come up again, is you need to write your resumes like a newspaper article, okay? And maybe newspaper is too archaic, but a news article <laughs> where you've got a headline, you're trying to hook me because you want me to read the rest of the article. If you can't get me to read it because the headline's not catchy enough, not you know, doesn't really doesn't really get my attention, then I'm not going to read the rest of it. If I do read the the headline of your article. 
well, that first paragraph had better be really, really good. Otherwise, I'm not going to read anymore. I'm going to read the headline, the first paragraph, and I'm, gonna, ah, I'm not going to read the rest of that article. I pretty much you know, I pretty much know what's going on there. And that's the same thing with this resume. You've got to hook me at the, at the top. You got to give me a reason to read down. And then you got to give me a reason to keep going because I just don't, I just don't have time to, uh, to do the heavy lifting. Sort through it all. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So interesting and compelling. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. How about the next resume? We got, uh, three altogether, right? Yeah. So, and here is number two, and I believe this is just one page. Nope, this is two pages. Two pages. Uh, okay. Um, so reading through this, we see someone who has uh, has experience in other areas and has done other things and is looking to, to move into a, a GRC analyst role and kind of move into cybersecurity that way. Um. I see, I see some interesting things here um, in the, the description of the analyst um, in terms of bringing another career to bear. Uh, what I think might be a little bit lacking here is how this, how this is immediately useful in, in cybersecurity. Mm. Uh, how do I immediately put this person to use? Um, I, think, I think I can put someone like this to use over a period of time mm -hmm. regardless, but uh, I, I do, I see some, I see some passion here, but I don't know if it's focused yet. I can't really yeah. tell that from the resume. Um, you know, what I liked about it immediately is, is, you know, where we have example two, that's actually where the person's name was. And this really follows my, uh, you know, my workflow. I, mm -hmm. I look at the top of the page. Oh, it's example two. Okay. Uh, great. You know, that's their name, whatever I know what it is. this person Joe, is after, yep. you know, <laughs> I know who this person is. And then junior CR, GRC analyst. Wow. Okay, that's fantastic. I know. I know your name, and I know who either who you are right now or who you want to be. Right, you're a junior GRC analyst. Boom. There you go. Now that's fantastic. You have hooked me. I am hooked. I am now going to read the that first block of text right underneath junior GRC analyst, and that's where I start to feel like you just described, where um, okay, conflict resolution diverse industries, multiple campaigns, and I am, you know, mature planning organization and delegation skills. And I'm like, hmm, some of that makes sense because if I'm going to do governance, risk, and compliance, I'm definitely going to talk to people who are going to want to tell me that I'm all messed up and that, and that that policy doesn't make any sense. That risk assessment's dumb and whatever else, right? So conflict resolution and, and that sort of thing. Okay, I can, I can see that. But yeah, but the other kind of, this is a, I guess this is a case where it's all soft skills or mostly soft skills. And what's really missing is some of the harder skills about what does it mean to do governance, risk, and compliance? Like, I wonder if there's anything on this page where, where they've done a risk assessment. I would, I would need to see that. And scrolling through, that's, that's not clear that that's, that's been something that's happened. So um, I think and and skipping ahead a little bit, but we, we see some certifications that are getting into some more harder technical skills, but are kind of in progress at this point. So we don't know we don't know that much yet. Go yeah. So that last one, did, did did that last one say something about GRC, Glenn, on the bottom of the second page? Yeah. So the GRC professional um, certification here, uh, which I'm not that familiar with, but I'm not either in, in hiring for such a role. Yeah. But uh, what's interesting is, is that um, the, the point that I want to, I want to call out here is, 
I would have stopped reading this. If we weren't doing resume review, right? I wouldn't, I would never have gotten to the page, the bottom of page two. And so my, my advice to this person is, um, you know, have that there at the bottom of page two, but also say in your summary statement at the top that, that that's in process. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, because that then demonstrates, okay, this is, these are the things that I've done. I'm, I know I'm looking for a junior GRC analyst role, and maybe I'm looking to, to switch careers to get there, but this is what I've done to help me get there. And that's, I think that's the, the gap there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Uh, I also want to make a couple of comments about the, you know, visually this, um, format is very interesting. I actually, uh, enjoy it. The icon, the iconography, and so forth. Um, the the concern that I'm going to raise, and I don't know what the answer is, so uh, I may be off base. But this resume is going to get scanned into an applicant tracking system, probably. And I wonder how well that system is going to navigate the fact that this is multi-column, and I wonder what it's going to do with those icons. It could choke on those icons. It could, yeah, and it could. Um, yeah, this the, the the applicant tracking system could have a hard time parsing this, and uh, and may and therefore, once it's in that system, an internal recruiter might not find it in a in a search that they might run on that database. Yeah, maybe screened out for technicalities rather than. Um, That's right. The content. Yeah. So now it turns out that there are um, applicant tracking system simulators on the internet. That you can use jobscan.co i believe is is one there are many you don't i i didn't get paid to tell you that url just now <laughs> they're not a sponsor but i wanted to you know give you one example of a place where you can go and and so do that whatever resume you come up with find an, an applicant tracking system simulator and run it through there and see what it says absolutely uh, another thing I, I think here that just kind of ties into what we've talked about previously is in, in the skills section here on the on the right, uh, a little bit harder skills about like what sort of risk assessments have you have you done? And when you when you take a step back and think about you know a risk assessment, we all do them all the time. We just you know have do them in such a way that we don't think about them. Mm -hmm. But think about some of those things like okay, should I you know in the past when I took job a over job b what was the risk assessment that went into that well like what were the what were the key points well in this one i would have to move and in this one i i wouldn't have to move mm -hmm. so i mean it's it's a weighing the trade-offs so yeah i also think that if you if you if, if if you're in this situation where you are trying to get into a gr a junior grc um position and you don't have a lot of, of expertise I'm going to go back to something you said before, um, Glenn, which was show some show show some passion, right? And so it turns out that an easy way to do that here, I think, is is um, the National Institute for Standards and Technology, and I'm looking it up right now on, on my mobile device, um, has a special publication. It's 800-39, Managing Information Security Risk. I, I would say if I was this person, I would have read that from cover to cover and I would put it in my resume. Uh, I would mention it as something that I, that I studied and maybe went to a, um, a, 
a nonprofit organization, I found somebody who would let me actually try it for free. And that would be very powerful to add that. That would really make a difference here. Yeah, absolutely. And I, some of the other things I see in here, um, looks like we have another case of, you know, someone who's very multicultural and uh, maybe has a lot of soft skills. Uh, those, those are very useful, but the gap is the, the hard skills again. Um, the, the languages here, I, I think I look at the second page here and I'm a little bit, a, a little bit torn on, do we need this page? Um, or could we do this page a different way? Or could we, uh, maybe combine it in some way, or could we fill this page out? Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm kind of a proponent of either do it in one page or do it in two pages, but don't be in between. Yeah. And, and the, and the bars, like the little progress bars on the languages. Um, I, again, I think the applicant tracking system is going to completely mangle that. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's maybe something for, for the, the bottom and much less real estate. If you're going to try and do that. Um, I think it's taken up a lot of real estate. Yeah. Here. Now, another, an, a way that this might work is if you, if, if this was the version that you handed to somebody, Right. So if you had two versions of your of your resume and you had one version that you submitted online for ATS to, to analyze, and that one was like more of a plain version that didn't have, you know, columns and graphics. And then you brought this with you and you handed it to me when I met you, that would be fine. Yeah, I think that uh, that would you know demonstrate that you've even thought about that a little bit. And mm -hmm. uh, what what I may be seeing that has been spit out of whatever applicant tracking system or HR system that I'm using uh, may not be in a great format for me to read. But if you hand me one that's visually appealing like this, uh, that's going to score a point with me. Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Third resume. All right. Third resume here. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm holding my eyeballs into my head because the density of the text is stunning. <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying that's bad. I'm just saying, wow, there's a lot here. Yep. Um, I think, so I think we see this person is a security analyst or looking to be a security analyst. Um, I feel like maybe there's more, more room to call that out and be more obvious about that. Um, <laughs> but when I, when I start reading into the, like the first line there, the it's the first, the first couple lines there do grab my eyes. Um, and then when I, when I parse through it a little bit, um, this, this does demonstrate some energy to me, or at least, you know, presents energy to me. Okay. Uh, fast paced environments, um, adds value to every team. So somebody that's looking to, to be part of a team and team player. Mm -hmm. uh, that that matters to me. Um, enthusiastic, persistent, resourceful, detail oriented. Okay. Um, you know what's interesting about their summary is you when you talked about energy, I just realized that because they've italicized the text, the text itself is adding energy to the experience because it's leaning forward, right? Yep. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So I I think that that really works right there. It it makes me it makes me want to read some more. Now, were you joking a moment ago when you said that you thought that they could highlight the security analyst better? Because I think it's I think it's pretty pretty clear. Well, so when I'm the way I'm reading this, it it sits off to the side a little bit in kind of like 
it, it's just kind of off in its corner. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, it's blue, so it's different text. So, I mean, I can see it, but I, I feel like, I don't know. What am I looking for here? Okay. Okay. It's, yeah. it's just, uh, it, it Awkward feels placement. Little, yeah. Yeah. That's more than anything. And that's how okay. it feels to me. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if that happened because we, um, did, you know, that could have been, that could have been created in the process of, an, of anonymizing the document. I don't know. That's possible. Yeah. But, but I agree with you. The placement is awkward. Um, I, but I do like the fact that I didn't have to spend any time. It was, it was it. there. Yep. It was there. And, and one yeah. of the first things we see right, right after the name. Yeah. So. And, the, and, and even though it's a dense wall of text, it, it, below the the header it's very well organized it's it's there's clear delineation between the sections the use of color i think in this case for the um yeah i think i think it works yeah yep i would agree um so i mean that that makes me want to want to read more yeah we start getting into skills in the skills section here and we kind of immediately lead off with harder skills okay so Mm -hmm. we've got We've got scripting languages and some of the tools. Um, these are these are security tools that I would expect a security analyst, especially a technical security analyst, to be to be familiar with. So, yeah, some of the technology, firewalls, operating systems, virtual machines, networking fundamentals. Like we we get into some meat there. So, um, yeah, that that works for me. You know. Um... I like it as well. I think it's. I think it fits to the idea that you want to be a security analyst, and so you've got a lot of these hard skills. I, I do. I do want uh, to also compliment that fact that while there are no soft skills listed in the skills section, there's a lot of soft skills being referenced in the in the summary statement at the top. So yeah. I, I think that's fine. Um, Here's the thing that I think could work against this candidate in the skills section. You've listed a lot of skills. If I put you in a practical interview, any of those go, right? Any of those are are possible, right? So if I've got Splunk in my environment, I might sit you down at the console and ask you to run a query and find something for me. And if you can't do it, yep. you're going to have to be able to back those up at least to some degree. And, you know, if you, if you lead with, Hey, you know what, I'm fairly new to this, but here's some of the things I can do. Uh, and I sit you down in front of one of those things and you can do some of the basic things that all right. I mean, that's, that's a win. Yeah, that but is a win. You've, you do have to be able to back it up a little bit, at least a little bit. Well, and, and, and I would just say that um, you, any skill you list, be prepared to be tested. Either I'm going to ask you a question or I'm going to ask you to solve a problem using one of those skills. So just because you went to a class on, um, you know, what I'll pick one, uh, just because you went to a class about IP tables, um, that's not good enough. You need to actually be able to create rules in IP tables and troubleshoot rule sets and IP tables in order to be able to claim that as a skill. In other words, have you applied that skill in a working environment? That to me is the gold test for whether you should have a skill on your resume. That seems reasonable to me. Yep. Because otherwise you're opening yourself up to um, looking foolish because I tested you and you couldn't do it. And then I'm wondering about your integrity. Oh man, that's a bad place to be. You better be a high integrity person. 
Um, and I also want to make uh, make mention of the fact that it's really important that when I look at your resume, it's this. You got to remember, this is the first work product you've ever made for me, and so I'm going to assume that your resume is a uh, is a very uh, good representative sample of your typical work product. So if it's got a bunch of awkward uh, formatting, misspellings, bad grammar, all that stuff, then I'm going to assume that that's just the way you roll all the time. So, yep. All right. Um, anything else on this one, Glenn? Um, just looking through certifications. I mean, that seems like a decent place to put that. Um, it gives at least some indication of, you know, how recently you've been working on these skills. Um, I, I think, you know, having the fairly recent certifications, uh, lends a little bit more to your point too, about, well, if you're going to put these skills on there, you better be able to back them up because this, this seems like somebody who's fairly new. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I like that projects are listed. Um, and that, you know, hey, this is something that's been done outside of, you know, any employer telling me I have to do it. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, that that speaks to enthusiasm. That speaks to some passion for uh, for what they're doing, what they want to do. Mm -hmm. uh, so that that helps quite a bit. The part that gets that that kind of uh, throws me for a loop, not completely, but a little bit. Like I, I I'm I'm trying to figure out how the recent work experience reconciles. So the bottom half of the resume, the recent work experience doesn't match the top at all. Yep. So we, we quickly determined that this person is, is pretty new and yeah. is just getting into, into cybersecurity. Um, and what they've done in the past may have been a, you know, incidental exposure to some of the, the, the things that we deal with in security and in compliance, um, which is, not not to be discounted, but is also not direct experience in in uh, a security analyst role. Yeah. So. Now that's that's not the worst thing in the world. Now, I'm not saying that that's a disqualification by any stretch. Mm -hmm. But when you're doing a resume and you've got skills at the top, and remember, I said that the kind of the gold standard for listing a skill is you've you've used it in a work environment, you've applied it to solve real problems. I should see that in your in your work experience. In this case, that's not possible because in the jobs that are listed, I would not expect. Uh, those three jobs to provide opportunities to do any of the things in the skills section. So that means you would really need to beef up your projects area, right? To, to really emphasize like, oh, I did Venomous. And when I did that, I wrote a bunch of scripts and I, um, you know, ran Burp Suite like a thousand times. And, you know, I mean, that's really where you would tie together the skills with, with a, uh, an, uh, a situation where you used them and and in your work in this other work experience here, I I would um, tweak that so that it it only uh, talked about the transferable skills or the parallel skills that that would be applicable to a security analyst role. So really trim that section down and really expand the project section. Make those skills that are listed at the top come alive. What? What I would consider doing as a potential, uh, uh, your potential boss in this case going forward is I would, I maybe ask about those projects and maybe can you show me some of the work product from those yeah. projects? Um, and if, I mean, if you can do that and, and show, 
a good product from some of those, I mean, you might score some points there too. I'm, I'm still going to say, okay, this person is, is junior, but somebody I can work with and somebody that wants to, wants to do all these things. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. think we're, we're just about out of time, Glenn. Did you have any final comments? Uh, no, not to speak of. I, I think this, this resume as a whole uh, speaks to, Hey, I'm new, but I'm passionate about it. Mm-hmm. So like, this is, this is worth, worth a conversation in my mind. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. In, in certain roles. If I'm, if I'm looking for somebody that's very senior, probably not, but. Uh, uh, junior security the, analyst, maybe they could have said junior yeah. up there and then you would have went, Oh, okay. You know, yeah. this person's got some, got some, some passion. They've been doing the right stuff. Let me, let me bring them in and, uh, and talk to them. Yep. Exactly. Cool. Okay. Well, um, let's see here. I think that's going to wrap us up. And Glenn, if you wouldn't mind uh, rolling to the next uh, page in the uh, in the doc. Oh, yep, yep, yep. We're yeah. we're we're done. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us this time. Uh, I want to say thanks to to Glenn Sorensen for uh, for for popping in and doing resume review with us. I hope this was really helpful and it helps get you into a place where you can get a more impactful, more powerful resume into the applicant tracking system so that they will pluck you out and put you uh, uh, into an interview schedule. So that's what I that's what I hope for you. Now, if you haven't gotten the free guide that we created, then I think you should go and snag yourself a copy. It's called Play to Win, Getting Your Dream Cybersecurity Job. And it talks about using a capture the flag approach as kind of a mental model and, and a framework for going on the job hunt. It's, it's a visual guide, it's about 20 pages long, and I, uh, <laughs> I really like it, I made it. So of course I'm gonna say that. But if you think that it needs to be improved, then I wanna hear from you. So I think you should, you should go get it, you should take a look at it, and with the goal of telling me how it could be better. I mean, I would just love to get that kind of feedback from you. So if you wanna get it, it's really simple. You just go to yourcyberpath.com forward slash PDF, yourcyberpath.com forward slash PDF. And I just want to close with this thought. You're just one path away from your dream cybersecurity job. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.